Here we are on the Red Pill News. Yeah. How are you guys doing out there in this world? Uh, give yourselves an applause. All the uh, people out there that have ever stood wrongfully accused of anything, you know, from a female to a male. In this world, men are under attack. And uh, I say that with great pain because uh, I am one, I'm one. And uh, I see what's happening to my fellow brothers, you know. And it's because of all these years uh, of female oppression now, it's flipped up on the other side. And uh, I guess people have to make men uh, suffer to, to get some kind of revenge, even though they're not getting any kind of revenge out of it. The only thing you're doing is making somebody suffer. <laughs> yeah, two wrongs don't make a right, right? So, but in our society, if a female alleges something against a male, it's believed, you know, automatically. Uh, without any kind of trial and nothing, you just don't, you, know, you can go out into the press and say, this guy did this and people are, you're already going to poison their minds. People are already going to understand that, oh, this guy did this, you know, or, or even maybe if you did it, you know, or maybe, uh, you know, if you did something inappropriate with somebody or whatever, it's like that. But then there's women who out there outright lie about, he raped me, uh, <coughs> that, that Dr. Ford. Remember, <clears throat> Dr. Ford. So that's a perfect case. This is a woman that testified against uh, a, a SCOTUS going in, Kavanaugh, saying that he raped her, held her down, raped her. Other guys raped her, right? And in the testimony, it came out that she didn't even remember if it was him or if even if he was there or what house it was in or whatever. She didn't remember any of it. Didn't re- didn't have any kind of recall except uh, it was uh, him that did it. But then when it came down to really pressing her, then uh, then all of a sudden it wasn't. And then after the trial, she said she would have said anything to keep him out of the office. But yet, did she go to jail? Did she get charged for lying on the stand? Did they pursue that at all? No, because it was a clown show. They they specifically chose her to go after him because that's what the democrats wanted to do and that's what they did they're they're a group that attacks they're a group they attack people don't they but yet they don't know how to run anything they don't know how to do anything they don't know how to figure anything out you can look at the crises going on in the united states right now that's caused solely by the democratic party they can't point fingers of blame at anybody else they can try to say that uh, the reds stand in the way but the truth of it is they're in control they're running the show they they you got a president who doesn't even know where the hell he is or what he's doing at any given time. But in our world, and then that side still pushes that narrative. It's it's fading away, if you've noticed. People are fed up. They've had it. You know, they, they don't look at someone who burns down a police station as a protester anymore. They don't look at someone who's robbing stores, smashing windows, uh, or pushing people in front of trains as the oppressed. And, and they're acting out because that's what they are. They it's, it's a party of excuses unless it comes to if you're a male, if you're a male, you're, 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 especially if you're a, a Caucasian male, you are the problem of society as far as they are concerned. And they, they link everything to that, which is ridiculous because there's plenty of white males that suffer. There's plenty of everybody that suffers. And the very fact that they like to single people out and point fingers shows you what they're all about, right? So in this world, if you're, if you're in a relationship and your girl says, he hit me, right? The police come. Who are the police going to take away? You know, and even if you say, oh, I didn't hit her. 
all she's saying is she you they'll take you away they'll take your guns away they'll take everything that you have away until you can prove your innocence which might take some time within that time you can lose your job you can lose your life you can lose your friends and family if they believe her and this is a, this is a, such a huge problem because then you have the group saying that every woman should be believed unless she's making allegations against somebody who's a democrat right like a bill clinton type or or any of the the other slew of them that has sexual problems or any politician for that matter you know that have sexual issues and problems and here are these people that uh, you have to believe this and believe that and whatever unless it's they themselves you know if you notice the democratic party excuses all of the ills of their own people you know they'll stand up for these issues but then they'll, they'll excuse all of the stuff that their own people do the same stuff that they have issue against which is hypocrisy at its highest, right? Highest. So it's uh, it's ugly. It's ugly, folks. You know what I mean? So here you have a world of he hit me. He did this to me. He did this. He touched me. Yeah. God forbid little girls say that about a guy. You know, he touched me. Oh, my God. They cart you away. You're done. You're done. In our society, you are done done and even if you prove your innocence even if you have to fight go through court and prove your innocence a hundred percent on the shadow of a doubt you did not do it people will still believe it about you they still you still poison their mind because you know humans are more apt to believe something negative than positive it's a flaw in the the dna code when they wrote humans you know but the reality is that's the world we're in and you as a, a young male in this world have to protect yourself you have to really protect you if you're going to college you don't want to date girls in your own college you don't want to mess around you don't want to do anything i mean because this is a day and age of yeah you got you hung out with this girl you had a few drinks you had sex the next day she says you raped me and because she was drunk the court's saying well she was she was inebriated so you raped her and then here you are as a sex offender. You can get jail time for that and go to jail and be, they can be a sex offender for the rest of your life. Try getting jobs with that on your record. Try doing something like that. But because of all of this, because of, of I mean, there's a lot of lying going on out there and then you see these women get sussed out you saw that that one uh, college girl say that she was uh raped by two guys you know because she had a boyfriend turns out she actually wanted to have sex with both of the guys like a rotisserie chicken and then uh you know the boyfriend she didn't want him to know because she was just being a pig right riding the carousel but at the same time she was happily joyfully able to to hang these two guys up. They got dismissed out of college. They lost their tuition. Uh, I mean, so many things happened. Oh, yeah. You know, a year and a half later, they were proven innocent, both of them, and she finally confessed. Did they get their money back? No. Did they go back to that college? No. I mean, so so this is the damage, that life damage, lifelong damage. So I think when these women lie and you catch them in a lie, they should be charged with that perjury on the stand. And on, and that jury should understand that that's a lifelong damage. This isn't something that's going to be quick and go, oh, you can rob a bank, you go to jail for a few years and come back out again. Your life is fairly back to normal, even you're, you're an ex-con after that. But still, it's not the same as standing accused. So standing accused is, is worse than 
being convicted in this country of a lot of other crimes. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's like that. So we scored a victory, and I say we. I don't have have any kinship with Johnny Depp. I'm not a huge Johnny Depp fan. I think he's a great actor, and I think that he can play almost any role. Uh, you know, he's lifelong actor. He's been out there. The trial was ridiculous. I, I didn't really watch it. You know, uh, only some clippets. I watched a clip it when she uh, pooped the bed. And let me tell you, folks, you gotta be a psychopath to crap in the bed. I mean, look, it's not, it wasn't an accident. It wasn't like she had an ailment and when that came out by accident, this woman shat the bed. You know what I mean? On his side. And, and you have to be a real low class nut job psycho to do something like that. It, it's not funny. It's not nothing. And then after she tried saying it was the dog, which is even worse that she did it and she didn't want anybody to know that she did and whatever. I don't even know how this woman, I mean, I, you know, she, she was attractive. I don't find her attractive now, especially since I know she pooped the bed. That kind of just takes the whole lure out of it. <laughs> Unless you like that sort of thing. You may think Elon Musk, he's kind of a weird guy. You know what I mean? He hung out with her, but, uh, so anyway, she hit the wall and she's, you know, Johnny Depp over 20 years older than her. She hit the wall and, uh, you know, she's in her thirties and she's just a not, you know, some people, uh, they, they are what they are and they, they don't mature exactly, uh, you know, anyway, she's maturing like uh, milk and not <laughs> like a nice fine bottle of wine. And then she's going to have a very hard time in the future now because she was found guilty of of defamation against him, that he lost work, that she went out there in the media to destroy his reputation. She doctored photos, made made up, uh, uh, you know, bruises on herself and all that. She lied, lied, lied again. You know, when they're divorced, I actually reported on the divorce. It was funny. It was a while ago because she, she had gotten $9 million out of the deal. And she said, well, it wasn't about the money. And she was going to donate all the money, the whole $9 million. Turns out she didn't donate $1. So she lied about that. And so that's what came out on the stand. Let me read this soon. Johnny Depp won his bombshell defamation lawsuit against Amber Heard on Wednesday uh, with the Virginia uh, jury awarding him more than $10 million. So he got $10 million from one, $5 million from another. Then she got $2 because his agent went out there and put some stuff out there in the media that uh, what was she saying was fake, even though it was fake. But really, it's he himself who's responsible for that money. And because of her financial situation in in Virginia, uh, she only has to pay back $10.4 million to him, to Johnny Depp, right? And of course, she's going to appeal. So, but they awarded him more than $10 million in finding that his ex-wife uh, sullied his reputation. Soiled. And uh, and damaged his career with her claims of domestic abuse. Uh, let's see. The seven Fairfax jurors in Depp's favor on all three of his claims related to a Washington Post op-ed heard, uh, heard wrote about becoming a public figure representing domestic abuse. That's another thing. She jumped to the front of the line in the Me Too saying, and this is a lot of women. When Me Too happened, there was a lot of women out there that felt like they they needed to the spotlight for them for themselves. They wanted the spotlight. They wanted to be out there. They wanted to say, this guy abused me, this guy hurt me, or whatever, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it destroyed people. And then, you know, there was no trials. 
nothing like that. Just a lot of hearsay and that kind of stuff. Some have trials, you know. Some look look at Harvey Weinstein. I mean, look look at the stuff, and then he's he's part of the whole Me Too thing. They went after him, but these women slept with him knowing that they're going to get a job. He slept with them knowing that he was going to give them a job. It was a business transaction, right? And that's how low. Listen, if, if these women are willing to 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 go to bed with someone for that type of thing, that's between those two people, right? It, it's an ugly part of Hollywood. It's an ugly part of the music business. It shouldn't be. You know, people shouldn't have that kind of power over you, especially. But this is what people are willing to do. You think Amber Heard is any different from any of that? And she has no acting ability. Have you ever seen her? I mean, you know, he got her the job for that Aquaman thing, right? You know, because of his notoriety. Same as Will Smith's wife. You think old Baldy would be on there with a podcast if she wasn't married to Will Smith? Nobody would even know her name. She's a, a, obscure. She's nobody. You know, she's out there. It, it's not like she she's uh, this great actor, right? She's going to blow you away with her acting ability. You know, come on, man. And she's still out there playing up the slap. The slap happened a long time ago, months ago now. She's still out there playing up the slap because she wants the ratings. This is a woman that had her husband come on her own show so people would listen to it and watch it and tell him that she had a two-year affair with some young guy who uh, was her personal pogo stick, you know? And he had to sit there and, and, and suffer through that. So I don't know. So the, the jury went out for 13 hours for deliberations, capped uh, this six-week trial, filled with allegations and abuse on both sides. Johnny Depp up there, sharing all the alcohol, drug details of his life. So for him, it was like one long therapy session. Basically, he you know, these guys are used to saying all this stuff because they say the therapists all the time. It all comes out, you know. And let's see... Uh, the disappointment I feel, this is, uh, I guess, Amber Turd, right? The disappointment I feel today is beyond words, she said in a statement. I'm so upset I could shit. <laughs> and she pooped right there on the judge's uh, gavel. Mm. <laughs> what do you judge? A judge better watch. <laughs> watch their own bed. I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence still was not enough to stand up to a disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. So it was his power and influence. So so it didn't happen. She's saying that nothing, nothing he said happened, and she was the one. Uh, she's she's the victim. You know, we we are in a victim culture in the United States of America right now, where whereas. The, the left pushes, thumps the drum that if you're born a female into this world or a minority or anything that they, that they label as disadvantage, which is really uh, a horrible to begin with. What they do is that they, they compartmentalize groups and label them like they do and play to them and then tell them that they're a disadvantage and they use them for their vote and they don't do anything for them. But if you're a part of that group, they tell you you're a victim. You're a born victim. You're born a victim, right? 
So she thinks that she's a victim. She's spent millions of dollars. She is, She's totally broke, she said. She just bought a mansion out in the desert, so she's not totally broke. She's actually using her homeowner's insurance policy to pay for the lawyers, in case you want to know where she got the dosh, because she actually said that uh, she, because she has had to pay for her legal counsel, she has no money. So, uh, you know, there's a, a clause in people's homeowners, homeowners insurance that a lot of people probably aren't familiar with that will cover you in a defamation lawsuit unless you are the one who's guilty and then uh, you don't get covered at all. So that's where she's at right now, that she has to pay his lawyer expenses and uh, also her own. So that's going to be uh, interesting. So let's see. Uh, uh, and she was awarded $2 million, like I said. That's going to come from that lawyer. You know she'll be looking for that money. So before before the trial, she was worth about eight million. Now they said that uh, it's worth about she's worth about two, and that's going to be the money that she has coming in. The nine million that she had, she already tore through a bunch of that money and uh, had the eight million left. But part of that was like property that she owns and whatever. So uh, so really, she's going back to the ghetto, man. I mean, she's going to be going back to where she came from because. No one's going to want to put her in a movie. No one's going to want to do anything for her. There might be some kind of white knight to come out. Some blue pill is going to come out and say, oh, poor Amber, I love you. I'll take care of you. You know, maybe Elon will peel out. He'll take take his wallet out and give her some, uh, some digital bucks. Right? <laughs> so, anyway. And let's see. So, Johnny Depp got... Ten million in compensatory, five million punitive. So compensatory damages. Compensatory means compensation for what you have lost. Say, unless you lost ten million dollars in a deal, you didn't get a movie deal. You could have made ten million, which is really difficult. It was a difficult thing to prove because, you know, you actually would really have to get a company to say, yeah, we didn't put him in a movie because of what she said, you know. And there was none of that. But I guess that his lawyer he had a great lawyer, and she really proved her point. You know, uh, and then uh, punitive damages is kind of emotional damage or, or you know, uh, just off of the stress and the strife and what they did. Five million for punitive damages. I mean, this jury is saying, you know, this is what she did. She she was, was guilty of going out there with malicious content and, and trying to defame him, right? So uh, Virginia law caps punitive damages at... Three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, though, and then uh, which which sucks because you know what? If you're a real victim, and let's say you're a victim in a cancer suit or something, and you you something gave you cancer, you know about it, whatever it is, or even a wrongful death or accident, and you get fifty million bucks, they cap it at three hundred and fifty thousand. You know, which is uh, a terrible thing to do to somebody. They're they're trying to control lawsuits and whatever. But what about punishment for people and making them understand that they did something wrong? Sometimes with corporations, the only time with corporations is when you do that. But then it's those same corporations that dole out the money for these politicians so they can put caps on things like that. They, do they put a cap on your gas prices? Do they say, well, you know, we're not going to let it go over three fifty a gallon? You know, we put a cap on it. Nope, it's not not for you. They put a cap on your food, a cap on steak, <laughs> uh-uh, nothing like that. 
Only, only against, you know, the government works against people. And it's supposed to be the opposite. They're supposed to be working for us. But it's all it's a cash grab, isn't it? So anyway, let's see. Uh, and Johnny Depp, he was in England on stage playing with Jeff Beck, you know, uh, doing the guitar thing. They were putting him down. Oh, you know, he's not taking this seriously. He's on stage. He's in uh, in England, whatever. Hey, man, if they sold tickets and it's a contractual obligation, that's work. He has to go to work and do his thing. Instead of sitting there and listen, uh, listen to the jury, you know. So he's fifty-eight, she's thirty-six. <laughs> uh, let's see. So he sued her for fifty million five zero. She sued him for a hundred million. Woo! That would have been a payday. She could have gone shopping for such a long time. Get those net jets, man. Fly to Paris with her friends. Woo! Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. She'll be lucky she can get an Uber to, to the supermarket. You know what I mean? And the Uber driver would be like, oh, aren't you Amber Heard? Yes. Don't be pooping in my back seat, lady. <laughs> Let me put a sheet down. <laughs> and I'm going to charge you for that. All right. Let's see. Uh, so, all right. All right. It said, it said, <laughs> this is what Heard said, right? It sets back the clock to a time when a woman who spoke up and spoke out could be publicly shamed and humiliated. It sets back the idea that violence against women is to be taken seriously. So she set back the clock on women. She set back. She. It's, it's the word called responsibility. You yourself have a responsibility for your own bones and your own skin and the stuff that you do and you say and the people you affect. Nobody else, just you, your own bones, right? Here, here she is. It's against women. No, she's against women because she lied. And all those women who tell the truth, who are abused, this takes away from that. This desensitizes people to that. So what a, you know what? She is a piece of poop, isn't she? Hate to say. <laughs> I don't hate to say. I don't hate to say, you know, and the picture I'm looking at her skirt's all wrinkly. So, yeah, she looks terrible. Man, look at Johnny Depp's lawyer. She was she was cool to watch. You know, those little clippets I saw of her. She was uh, she was great. That was her name. Camille Vasquez. All right. Camille Vasquez. I'm single and I'm learning Spanish. Yes. Yo soy uh, Espanol. <laughs> Hablo Espanol. <laughs> Uh, yo soy estudiar español. You know what? I estudio. Yo estudio. I estudio you. Tú. Tú. Yeah, man, she was great. I, I appreciate somebody with a, a a great intellect. I really do, you know. One of the things that attracts me to women the most is intelligence. Intelligence, man. A good sense of humor, intelligence, you know? Love it. Anyway. Also a very dark and disturbing personality. And they have to be blazing crazy, of course, although I wouldn't be interested. <laughs> if you, if I'm interested, you know you're nuts. <laughs> and vice versa, I got to say. So if you're like me, you're, you're definitely crazy. Uh, <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, let's see. So I guess, uh, so his lawyer, his uh, acting as well, woman. 
All right, so in weighing Heard's $100 million counterclaim against Depp, the jury considered three statements by the actor's lawyer, Adam Waldman, not this girl, Vasquez, who called her allegations a hoax. Well, they were, right? They found that Waldman defamed her when he claimed that Heard and her pals spilled a little wine and roughed up the place, got their stories straight when the police respond to a domestic disturbance called the couple's apartment in 2016. Let me tell you this. If you're in a relationship with someone and the police show up, your relationship's over. You've already gotten to the point where it's done. And no matter how hard you try to save it or what you think you can do to save it, you just, you can't. It's done. You know, the police, done. Right? And, And that's, so, I mean, that's the beginning of the end right there uh and let's see Depp sued let's see heard heard filed for a temporary restraining order a tro against the actor following the may 16th incident after less than two years of marriage less than two years of marriage and he got divorced and got nine million out of the deal pretty good huh and uh and she petitioned to los angeles court for a divorce Depp then sued the son in the UK two years later over an article that called him a wife beater, but lost that case in 2020 after the court found the claim to be substantially true. See that? Because they, they did he because he didn't have the case with her for the defamation. You know, it was an allegation. The police show up. She gets a TRO, which is very easy to get, especially if you're a female in America against a guy, because they don't they, they don't spend the time to go through these things and understand that they could be ruining someone's life if it's not true, these courts, you know? They just act like robots. So over the course of the Virginia trial, the actors, lawyers went to lengths to prove that Depp uh, not heard was the victim. And that's also hard, man. It's hard even to be a male and admit that you are uh, the victim in a domestic dispute or a relationship that it's an abusive relationship, you know. I mean, uh, I have been in an abusive relationship before, and I'll tell you, it, it comes down to, you know, what do you what do you say? Who do you tell? You know, you, you, you call the police and say this person's hurting my feelings or, or making me depressed every day or whatever, or running me down and constantly calling me names and that type of thing. And sometimes they're physically abusive, you know, that type of stuff. Nobody's going to care. They're not going to care. They're going to laugh at you. You know, so that that is a huge problem in our society. We should be able to, you know, be heard, right? Ha ha ha! We should be able to be heard, but not poop in the bed. Dean uh, Depp's team called a slew of witnesses, and uh, yeah, I guess it was it was a show, huh? They put on a good show. Let's see. Heard, meanwhile, recounting harrowing moments in which the widely beloved star allegedly attacked her, including one uh, sexually assaulting her with a liquor bottle. All of it, you know? And, all right, so it's done. It's done. He he, He was, hey, you know what? He's not innocent, but he's not guilty, right? And she is guilty of lying. And uh, lying and lying again. And once you've been found on the on the stand as a liar, you know, basically that jury's not going to take anything else you say as the truth. 
you lie about one thing and they catch you in that lie, all the other testimony is basically useless uh, because then there's going to be suspicion around everything that you say unless you have outstanding, uh, uh, really outstanding evidence. You know, she had her sister go up there. Whitney, ugh, what a pair. What a pair of the both of them. And, you know, it was deemed that she lied her face off. Of course, of course, you know, they're looking for a payday. They want the money. They want the payday. This is the end. Johnny Depp has deep pockets. You know, she wants to cash out of him. You know what I mean? So apparently he doesn't have even deep pockets because this guy has, his, you know, has a spending problem too and uh, has not been making all the movies, hasn't been making the money. So the money's going out the window. I know that his management company, agency and all that was suing him for back payments and suing him for other stuff. And he was suing his manager and suing them. So there's all that going on in Giant Depp's life. I've never, I mean, I know he's trying to do music. I've never heard of his music and I really don't care to. It's not something I'd walk across the street to see or hear. So anyway, so she's going to appeal. But yet she owes him more than uh, than what she has. I'm sure she's going to play play the victim card all the way through and get a GoFundMe and get women to support her and get people to send her money, yada, 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 because that's what they do. That's what they do. They play the system. That's what they do, you know? So that's the world we're in. Anyway, let's get off. Let's get off that Hollywood. Let's get to, uh, I want to keep with the, the, the theme of setting women back. <laughs> women setting women back. Because, you know, there's a lot of trash that gets talked about men who keep women back. And, and I don't want the show to sound like a, I'm, I'm thumping on women or something, you know. I just find it interesting that in our society that people are so ready to, to believe the negative about the male, you know. And even attacking men. I was reading an article the other day on how there's women out there that uh, are upset because their men don't protect them in public anymore and that type of thing. Well, you want to go and yak about uh, uh, toxic masculinity, whatever the hell that is. I mean, I know what my version of toxic masculinity, but it's not even masculinity. It's just toxic behavior. And anybody can show toxic behavior, male or female, right? So I'm not a big believer that women should be uh, soldiers or, or police officers. It's not against women, nothing like that. I just think that that their jobs, that they, they would be compromised easier than the male in that job, you know. And we've seen that time and time again. But, you know, you try to balance things out in this world. And uh, there are women out there that, that excel as police officers and as EMT and as soldiers and all that. And then there, there's ones out there that, you know, don't. And then they, they kind of take the center stage. So... The NYPD rookie who was caught on tape giving her lieutenant a raunchy lap dance has been suspended without pay for launching into a loud tirade at New Jersey state troopers over a relative's drunk driving arrest. The latest blemish, latest, right, during uh, Vera McCooley's law enforcement career occurred on May 8th after she showed up at the state police barracks in uh, Tottawa, New Jersey, in her bare feet and smelling like booze. According to the internal NYPD report, let's see, uh, she then began loudly demanding answers as to why her brother-in-law had just been arrested by state troopers 
for driving while intoxicated. Why? Well, <laughs> I'll see, maybe because he was driving while he was intoxicated. What do you think of that? Uh, McCooley, 27, identified herself as an NYPD officer and insisted on speaking with one of the troopers involved in the arrest. After a staff sergeant calmly told her that he had procedures to follow, and that the troopers would not be made available. McCooley became irate and demanded to speak with a lieutenant, uh, a rookie cop who joined the force in February 2021. The rookie cop, she, <laughs> then began recording the staff sergeant with her smartphone and quipped, you guys are, are talking out of your asses. None of this was done correctly. The little rookie cop, right? Pretty girl, got some pictures of her there. Right? Looks good doing that lap dance. That's kind of interesting. Uh, the troopers asked if anyone in McCooley's party wanted to file a complaint, but nobody did. They did report the incident to the New Jersey State Police Office uh, of Professional Standards, which reviewed the case and found the troopers followed proper procedures. So here's this woman trying to say they, they didn't follow proper procedures, trying to call them out, trying to get them in trouble, recording them on her phone. She, she's, you know, whatever. And she's drunk herself, right? The guys pick up for a DWI. As far as I'm concerned, the people that get picked up for DWI are, are some of the worst people on the planet. They took it upon themselves to climb in a car that they know that they can't drive and they could easily kill you, the honest person. It's usually the person going home from work who worked paycheck to paycheck and they get killed by one of these sloppy idiots like Nancy Pelosi's husband. Same thing. 82 years old, driving up his, his high-end Porsche at 4.13 in the morning, right? And he caused an accident. He hit a Jeep. And if he, you know, if he ran into a fence and whatever, they wouldn't have said anything. They wouldn't have done anything. And apparently that's happened a lot. But then who gets who gets in trouble? They're trying to get the cops in trouble. The cops doing their job, you know? So let's see. Let's see. The NYPD's Internal Affairs Bureau was notified as Cooley's alleged misconduct and uh, opened its own investigation, relying heavily on troopers' body-worn camera footage. See, now they got the cameras, man. And NYPD spokesman confirmed the cop was suspended without pay, but declined to say how long. McCooley could not immediately be reached for comment on Saturday. Let me see. She's doing that lap dance. I can watch that all day. McCooley made headlines in December when she caught, got caught on camera grinding on top of the then 44th precinct lieutenant, her lieutenant, her boss grinding his penis with her privates, lap dancing him. You know, as, I mean, you can see it online. It's pretty out there. I mean, she's lap dancing her bus. So for all the other women out there who are police officers that, that cringe when they see women like this doing these things, that's not a guy doing it. You don't see a, a, a dude lap dancing his, his uh, lieutenant. You know, none of the other guys know she's doing it. She, she's using her, her great body, her great looks, and she's doing something that she shouldn't be doing, period. That That is, is something, that's something they should have taken issue with even more than her going yelling at the other cops, right? Let's see. So days later, she apologized to her boss, the one who got the lap dance. He looked pretty happy getting that lap dance and his wife because he's married. So here he is with this beautiful uh, rookie lap dancing him. 
and they're NYPD, which is scary as hell. If you want to know why there's so much crime in the city, maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I don't want to take away from all the great cops that do great work, but this is this is deplorable, right? Shouldn't be happening. But uh, all right. <laughs> Here we go. He said, uh, oh, this is what she said. I feel like just because mainly I'm a female dressed the way I was, being a rookie, things were different. Had it been a man doing it, I feel like it would have been more of a joking matter and it would have stayed in-house versus go public. First of all, it's because you're a female that the guy let you do that. He would see The dude's not going to let some dude lap dance. That's just a stupid statement. Just dumb. It's this woman trying to play the female card, saying saying that, oh, uh, I'm a female, so I get I get to go. I get the green light. I can do what I want to do. People are holding, holding, holding it against me because of that. Yeah, right? Give me a break. McCauley also claimed that she had no knowledge that her superior was married and is truly sorry for the consequences of the lap dance. I'm sure his wife, I'm sure after that video went viral, online that his wife his family everybody that he knows he probably has kids or whatever he's got is, is out there seeing this and uh and is mortified took, took a chunk out of his life but he should have slapped her away when she came over with her booty tried to sit on his lap he should have went ah out of here rookie out of here rookie but she see now she has to be that type of person to do that in the first place. Because when people do things, they are that type of person to do things, right? It wasn't something that just happened. I'm sure she's lap danced other people, but this was her boss. So anyway, talk about setting people back. Not taking any responsibility. She should have said, oh my God, I'm mortified. I can't believe the way I've been acting. And I set people back. I set women back and, and uh, all the all the great women out there who are police officers who even died in the line of duty. You know, here here I am lap dancing my lieutenant. You know what I mean? Uh, so where where's the, just the common fucking decency, you know, of people? The common decency. Where is that? Gone, man. Gone. Nobody wants to take a, 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 a responsibility for anything they do. It's ugly. Anyway. So getting off of that, getting off of that, I'm going to kind of cruise. I'm going to cruise to Ukraine for a minute because we don't talk about the Ukraine too much. So the Wagner Group is, is sounds like a think tank, like a DC think tank, the, the Wagner Group. The Wagner Group is actually a, a band of militants ex-Russian military who protect Putin. It's his, it's his own private army. Let's just say that there's his own private army. You know, like uh, in America, we had Blackwater. Blackwater then became something else, and now it's something else again. And You know, they're uh, another mercenary group. They even have their own F-16s and things like that. They're basically a little army, right? Same for Wagner. Wagner is supposed to be the best of the best, you know? What uh, Russia's military equivalent to, as as like like what an army ranger would be or a seal or anything like that, any special forces. These are Wagner's, including generals and all that. So last week they shot down one of the Wagner generals in an airplane. You know he was a, a, 
a sniper pilot, you know, which takes eight to ten years to train, millions and millions of bucks to train a sniper pilot. And then they took him a, a, a stinger, right? So, and here again, here's the headline. Ukrainian soldiers destroyed a large unit of Wagner fighters in Donbass, right? Which they're what they're they're fighting and they keep saying, the Russians keep saying, well, they took Donbass. And I don't know where you're taking because the place is leveled. You know, there's all the buildings are leveled and, you know, it's a mess, right? Ukrainian defenders destroyed a large group of Wagner, uh, Wagner group mercenaries who serve uh, as the de facto private army of Pudi, right? Uh, let's see. A new television, uh, new television, <laughs> a new telephone conversation between invaders, which was intercepted by the security services of Ukraine, showed that after the elimination of such an elite unit of Russian soldiers, according to the source, uh, Ordinary, this, this happened on May 27th, just a few days ago, uh, ordinary Russian occupiers are hesitating to fight. So, you know, you have the Russian soldiers who have no either no training, little training. They're they're putting men in the army now up to 65 years old. They, they're gone beyond, beyond the, the bottom of the barrel, you know. So you have these troops with no training or nothing getting blown away. Then they see these highly trained troops, these, this Wagner group, get destroyed. You know, talk about morale, right? The details, according to the intercepted call, uh, <laughs> the wife, this, the guy called his wife. All of our soldiers are dying. Uh, the wife gives the occupier the right advice. She said, F them all with their army. Come home. Come home to me, Boris. I will, Natasha, if I could make it out of the Ukraine alive. <laughs> right. That's what I think. That, that's my version. <laughs> I'll put on the borscht. Yes. Yes. Get out, the, get out the vodka. I need it. All my friends are dead. That's what they're saying. All their friends are dead. All their, the guys they went in to fight with, you know, thousands of Russians have been killed. They, they've blown up these tanks like they're toys. Like they're toys. It's like not even, you're watching it on video and there's like 10 tanks that are driving down the road. Remember in the beginning that they had the tanks going through the mud and up the up the mountain, down the mountain, doing all this great stuff. Look how, how look how badass our Russian army is and our tanks. Now they they can't even get away. <laughs> I'm like watching them. These guys know what they're doing. They hit the first tank. They hit the last tank. They block the road from the other tanks getting away, and they just pick them all off. That's all. And these guys know it. You see these troops getting out of the tank and running away. You know. As fast as they can. So, yeah, man. I think that uh, the Russian troops should switch sides. You know? So, and then, uh, so now, remember that general we talked about a few weeks ago? I think I gave him till Tuesday. <laughs> and let's see, General Alexander the Gove. Vornkov. They don't know what happened to him. They said he may have been removed from his post. I don't even think he was in theater. I think that he was still in Russia trying to call the shots in a bunker because he doesn't want to get killed from those other generals that got killed. I mean, there's a slew of them that are gone. You know, one day they're they're eating caviar, drinking drinking vodka in their mansion. Next day they're in the Ukraine getting blown up by a, by a missile. 
right? So what a difference a day makes. And I, I think that I think that look other countries, especially China, needs to learn. But I see how China China ran on Japan last week, you know, with with bombers, Chinese bombers, Russian bombers. They uh, they ran at Japan, and the Japan scrambled their forces. They scrambled their air because of that. So you know, and that's when uh, that meeting was going on, and and uh, Biden was over there. Then you have that you know Rocket Man. He launched a rocket during the same time, escalating, threatening, you know, all the stuff that they do in these times, right? Then we weren't going to, we were going to the MLSRS, you know, MLRS uh, missile system. Then we weren't going to give it to them. Now we are going to give it to them, but they have to promise not to fire rockets into Russia. This, this is so crazy and stupid. <laughs> and we were also giving them drones with Hellfire missiles. These drones can carry, I think they carry like uh, 10 or 12 uh, Hellfire That's the first time they're getting those, getting like seven of those. So it's going to tilt the scale, you know. The the rocket, the, the those rocket systems are, are rocket artillery. And then, you know, if you watch the media, they don't know what they're talking about, especially Fox. I hate these women on there saying that, uh, you know, they, they go 150, 200 miles, these rockets and all that. And, and, you know, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't. It's actually 100 kilometers, right? And then, uh, and if you know anything about kilometers, it, it only means about 60 miles or so, you know, that these rockets can, can go. But so the Russian artillery can go maybe uh, what they're using, you know, 30 miles, right? Something like that. You know, it's restricted to around there. But the rockets can go much further with much more accuracy. So the rockets will be able to push back the Russian artillery and the Russian artillery will be able to reach the rockets. You know, so so it's going to be a game changer for that, right? Anyway, I just think it's funny, this media, you know, when I flip the channels around to listen to these people, especially, you know, the ones who are talking on TV, they're not specialists. And even if they have them on and they say that they're a specialist, they're not. Oh, this guy is a general. It means nothing. It means nothing. You want people who actually know what the hell they're talking about. You know, not the ones who have no idea what they're talking about. And uh, also the the ones who are actually on Fox or CNN or MSNBC, you know, do, do their opinions even matter? I mean, they're, 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 they're what they are. These aren't people that have brilliant backgrounds. A lot of them are lawyers, which means nothing. But they're not people that, that have brilliant backgrounds. And they're, they're not, you know, political strategists. They're not people who do any of that. And even if they worked for another administration, oh, yeah, you know, they worked for so-and-so. doesn't mean they did anything. Right now, the Biden administration, I don't think one person in all those cabinets that he appointed uh, can do the job, is qualified to do the job, you know. So... That, that's one of the reasons why there's so many problems now. And now he's leaving it up to God. He said, God willing, things will get better. Oh, my God, really? Your leader just said, God willing, things will get better. But he can't give you an idea of when, where, how, who, you know. And they want people to suffer. Let me tell you, they want people to be at their lowest. This administration, these people, the the that's side and, and you know what the democrats were supposed to be a party for the working people and uh, they've just became a party of, of of haters they hate i think they hate themselves i think it's a mentality i've been studying this psychology for a while and uh i find them to be uh 
They hate themselves when bad things happen to them. They think they deserve it. But but these people who make the decisions, bad things don't happen to them because they're in charge. You think Biden's feeling the gas crunch? You think Kamala Harris? You think anybody up there is feeling those gas prices? You know, they don't care because they're wealthy. They're not feeling those gas prices, right? So how about one more, one more song tonight for y'all? One more. I want to get back. Ugh. Let me get back to this. Uh, I think we talked about that. And I don't want to talk about, about that. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. Jurassic Park. I was, You know what? I want to talk about that last week, and I kind of got out too fast and, and wasn't able to to get into it. So we only have three minutes. So uh, that's got to be enough time. Jurassic Park stars, of course, Laura Dern. Their, their 20 age, uh, 20 year age gap in the 1993 blockbuster never raised any eyebrows until now. You know, they're, you know, they're looking back to cause trouble for people. Uh, you know, I had gotten suspended from Facebook off of a picture I posted on my friend's page for his birthday, which wasn't even a bad picture. And they suspended me for eight years ago. <laughs> like what? You've been there for 24 hours from a photograph you put up eight years ago. You know, that that's a sick mentality when you start doing stuff like that. And it wasn't against – they say it's against community standards. That's their term, community standards, for, for if they don't like it, they can, you know, knock you out. But community standards is actually the standards of the community and what that community wants to tolerate, not tolerate. So uh, they're way off base. So anyway – so now these guys are back for another, if you could tell by the commercials out there for all the dinosaurs. Uh, so here we go. Let's see. Dern was uh, in her 20s and Neil was in his 40s at the time. And uh, he said, I'm 20 years older than Laura, which at the time was completely appropriate. Age difference for a leading man and lady, Neil, who is 74 now, told the, the London Sunday Times. Dern is now 55. He's 74. She's 55. He looks better than her. Just saying. He added, it never occurred to me until I opened the magazine. There was an article called Old Geezers and Gals. So don't you think that article itself was attacking attacking people and judging people, misjudging people? You know, and there's a lot of younger women who want older guys because the older guys are, are mentally stable, financially stable. They're not likely to cheat on these women. And then that's what they're looking for. And then they're, here, here's some article. Now this guy's... People like Harrison Ford, Sean Connery acting with much younger people. And there I was on the list. I thought, come on, it can't be true. This guy's seen his name. He should have sued them for defamation of character, like Johnny Depp. He should call Johnny Depp, get that lawyer. Uh, let's see. I don't know. We're running out of time. But basically, you know, let's see. I want to read uh, what Dern said because this is Horace, Horace's ass. You know, at the time, she said she thought it was completely appropriate to fall in love with Sam Neill. And it was only now when we returned to awareness about the patriarchy. And uh, and I was like, wow, we're not the same age. So there you go. So she's poo-pooing on the whole thing. So, you know, the bottom line is it, it, your opinions matter. 
And it doesn't matter what, what the woke uh, PC people say, because it's your opinions that matter to you and how you live your life. And don't let people influence you uh, to the point where you're looking to change your ideas and beliefs for somebody else's BS, because they're wrong. They're wrong. And they're wrong for a lot of reasons. So I'm going to leave it there on United Public Radio Network. I'll see you next show. Put your chairs in the upright position. And I'll see you next week. Bye.